Welcome back to The Great Date Guy. My name is Rob Wong. Let's make some money. Let's make some sexy relationships happen. Today, how to break free when you're stuck in a rut. So if you've been doing the same thing for years, you've been dating the same kind of toxic people, you've been working the same kind of unfulfilling job that you hate, that you complain about every day, right? That you have the same body that you, you look in the mirror and you think to yourself, <sighs> like there's not even room for words anymore. It's just a heavy sigh of defeat, right? Like you've, you've given up on the battle. If that's you in any area of your life, then this podcast is for you. So here's the first step to interrupting this in a meaningful way. Step number one is, I look to see where did this behavior come from and a lot of times this is just a question of labeling like hey did this come from my parents did I pick this up from my ex-girlfriend Did this happened because something traumatic happened to me in the past and I label it and I understand it now this is critical this is critical because because until we understand where it came from it's really hard to set it aside it's just this mystery it's undefined But after that point, after we understand the character of it, after we see the origins of it, at least for me, it's really easy to take this on like a blame conversation. Um, And for many years, uh, I was looking to see like, hey, I'm, I'm bad with people. And I think this might have to do with the fact that I was, that I'm Asian. I think this might have to do with the fact that I was a sick kid. I wasn't really raised with social skills. And I think this has to do with like the way that my parents were around me. I wasn't really that socialized. But even as you listen to me, the more of these reasons that I list out, what do I start to sound like? And if you're thinking that I am starting to sound a little whiny, if you're thinking that I'm starting to sound like a victim, then you're absolutely correct because as I'm assigning blame to something else as I'm assigning uh, assigning agency and power to something else I'm also kind of removing it from my own cup this is agency and power that I don't have it's not my fault my life is going this way I have X racist people exist in the world right And the more I put it in someone else's court for the way that I'm suffering, the less power I have. And the less power I have, the less ability I have to make a meaningful change. Now, this isn't based off of like physics, right? But this is based off of the self-fulfilling prophecy, which which goes to say that anything that I strongly believe about myself or the world effectively becomes true. Not in reality, but based off of the way that I react and treat myself and other people, based off of that belief, effectively, it becomes true. So I might not be a bad-looking person, but I might believe that I am. And believe you me, 
that's a belief that I carried around for many, many years. I still kind of believe that I'm like average looking at best. And as a result of that, it really, really, really affects the way that I date. Now, I've, I've come to accept that I might be an attractive person. Um, and for different reasons, I think that I'm attractive for other reasons besides my face. Um, and as I believe that more and more, I begin to date more and more out of my league. But up until that point, I was really settling for relationships with people that I thought like, you know, like they're good enough because I'm not attractive. I wouldn't talk to people that I was really attracted to, unfortunately. And because I had that belief that I wasn't attractive, it stopped me from being attractive to other people. So you see how sinister this is, how secretly it works in the background. And so over time, our beliefs about all things affect the way that we receive those things, whether it's about relationships or money or even physical health. Do I deserve to be someone who has an eight pack, right? And for a long time, I believe that people who walked around like with their like shredded bodies and who are shirtless, they were arrogant fucks. So guess what happened to my physique over time? I stopped working out because I didn't want to be perceived as an arrogant fuck. So as a result, my health suffered. And what you have in your life to to a strong extent then becomes what you've given yourself permission to own. And if you are a victim, then you don't have permission to own anything. Unfortunately, and as brutal as that sounds, if you're the victim, then you don't have any permission from yourself to have anything. And ultimately, that is where we get stuck. So how do we get out of the victim into a more powerful place? It begins with responsibility. And it begins by taking a really hard look at how did I get myself into this situation? What actions did I take? How was I behaving? What was my emotional state that got me here? And if I just use the example of me thinking of myself as unattractive, when I'm operating like I'm not an attractive person, then I behave like like timidly, like a shy middle schooler that knows that he's about to get rejected from the school dance, right? I'm going to be lonely. I'm, I'm, I'm bracing myself for the experience of being a loser, of not being accepted. And so I don't take risks. I play it safe, right? I shut down. I don't talk to my friends about this. I blame other people for where I'm failing. This is society's fault. If society were less racist, then I would be able to get a date. And then I start trying to fix myself. And that's, that's my master strategy. I just take a bunch of action. I buy a bunch of courses and watch a ton of videos. I really try to fix myself until I'm a different person. And when I do that, I end up as a different person. I'm pretending to be a different person. And that's even more off-putting to people. So, so when I have owned all of it, and I mean all of it, like if you need to grab a piece of paper or several pieces of paper and just write this all down, like spend an entire evening or an entire week writing down all the different ways that you keep yourself stuck, that you have created this situation for yourself, do it. Take the time. It's worth it. 
What we're doing here is getting a radar scan of the landscape of your mind. And we see every strategy that you employ in order to keep yourself stuck. And when we see all of those things, that's when we know we're in the trap. That's when we know we're in the pattern. And when we catch that behavior going, then we change course. We pick another way of being. So maybe this time around when I'm dating, I share who I actually am. I speak my truth even if it's scary as hell. I tell the person that I'm attracted to them, even though I might be convinced that they're going to reject me. Even if my heart feels like it's hammering away my throat, like I can barely squeak out the words, I'm going to let this person know what's up. I'm going to shoot my shot. Because that would be different from the way that I used to operate. And that's the final piece. That's the final and most important piece. Now the other stuff, you're just up in your head. It's awareness. I know that these things are happening. But information does not create meaningful change. It's never created meaningful change. The only thing that can is action. And the action might be as simple as saying a few words or making a Facebook post, but the action must be taken. And until we take action, nothing changes. And so this is the most important part of all. I know I've already said this, but this is the most important part. It's critical. Because a lot of times when we take our initial first step, we're still kind of holding back. We've got our foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. And what that gets us is weird results, right? Because we're not used to operating this different way, this new way. And so we start making it mean that, hey, I've made a terrible mistake. I shouldn't be fully honest when I'm talking to folks. I tried this once and it was horrible. It was so awkward. She laughed at me, right? And because of that, we then fall back into the old pattern. And then we start getting the same results that we were getting before. And we get even more bitter and more jaded and more into that victim place. We give away more and more of our power. But the truth here is that that new way of being, that new behavior that's more authentic to you would have served you if you kept it up for a little bit longer. So part of your work is mitigating the impact of whatever comes up. If you fail, what emotions come up for you? Is it that you feel rejected, that you feel like an idiot, that you feel stupid? And then you look and you, the same process repeats. Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> and how do I choose a new way of operating about this? And then you just go forward again with the next small action. And you continue to go until the action is natural and easy. It becomes a part of who you are. At which point, you then start succeeding. And you will succeed relentlessly and without effort at that point. Because when an action becomes part of who you are, it's part of your mindset. Right? It doesn't require extra effort to push yourself to be that person. It's just who you are. It feels weird if you don't do it. And that's where we want to get you to. But always, always, always remember that consistent action is the only way forward. And no matter how many breakthroughs or insights you get, no matter how well you understand the problem, it cannot shift 
until you take action. And I don't know if it's just got something to do with the way that brains are wired and how we operate as human beings, but that seems to be the way of it. There are areas in my life where I have knowledge expertise, like marketing, and they were dormant for years, well over a decade. It it wasn't until I started taking action on marketing and connecting with folks that that stuff started to make sense and started to serve me. So, if there's one thing that I want to leave you with today, it's this. Pick a baby step. Let me say that again. Pick a baby step. (laughs) Pick the next place that you're going to explore to dip your toe into the water just a little bit more than you would have before. Give yourself the opportunity to change and be gentle with yourself. This is new. You haven't explored this territory before and the best you can do is the best you can do. And that's subject to change too. This is... And I hate to be stereotypical about this, but it is a game of endurance. It is a marathon. And as long as you can keep yourself moving forward, and I don't care if you need to take a break from this, take a day off, take two days off, but always, always, always make sure that you come back to your action. Put systems into place so the action happens naturally, so you have motivation to do it, right? And even if you don't feel motivated, put a system in place so you do it anyway. And if you continue that for long enough, it's really just a matter of time before you succeed. So that's all the time that you and I have for today. And if you enjoyed this podcast or you liked it, you got something out of it, and you are going to be taking action on something today, please like, please subscribe, please rate our podcast, my podcast. Um, It makes a big difference over here. Um, And any interaction that you have with it, has it be more visible and I want to be able to help as many people as possible and I would really appreciate your help in making that happen and that's it so I will catch you next Thursday 8 a.m pacific time I think we're gonna we're gonna loop it back around to uh more dating and relationship type stuff um starting next week I guess or this week even so Yeah, thanks again for listening. Journey well, and I'll catch you next week.